As Jesus was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a sizable crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind man, the son of Timaeus, sat by the roadside begging. On hearing that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he kept calling out all the more, Son of David, have pity on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called the blind man, saying to him, Take courage, get up. Jesus is calling you. He threw aside his cloak, sprang up, and came to Jesus. Jesus said to him in reply, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man replied to him, Master, I want to see. Jesus told him, Go your way. Your faith has saved you. Immediately he received his sight and followed him on the way. The Gospel of the Lord. As a deacon, I make my living outside the church, and what I do outside of the church has to do with sight. And uh, it's a, quite a thrill to be on the side of giving somebody this visual sight. I'm in the business where we take people out of glasses and contact lenses. And, uh, and I thought about that thrill when somebody sits up for the first time and sees the clock and they have this really high correction. And they sometimes will, the, the, the water will start flowing, their tears will come out and, and we all get touched by that moment. Every single one of us that are there to witness it, we sometimes then are brought to tears ourselves because we're so filled with joy to be on the side of giving sight to someone. And I kind of thought about this today um, with today's readings. I thought, I wonder how Jesus felt to give sight to somebody. It was probably just such a thrill because, you know, Jesus was fully human and fully divine. So he had the same emotions that we did. And I'm sure that he was just thrilled to give Bartimaeus that gift of sight. And not only was he giving him the gift of visual sight, he was giving him something even far greater. It was the gift of spiritual sight. So today, what I would like to do is give you four things to take home today to think about on today's reading to help improve our spiritual sight that Jesus is going to be thrilled to give you. He's going to be thrilled to give you spiritual sight. You know, one of the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit is the gift of wisdom. And so that is being able to see through the eyes of God 
and to be able to see as God sees problems in the world. And so the first thing that um, I'm going to give you is that we should ask God for wisdom. You know, we shouldn't just actually ask him. We should do what Bartimaeus did. We should beg God for the gift of wisdom. Beg him for it. And so, you know, James chapter 1 says that if any of you lacks wisdom, he says, all you have to do is ask. And then James goes on and says that, and he will gladly give it to you. Just like Jesus gladly gave Bartimaeus sight, he will gladly give it to us. James goes on, though, in that first chapter, if you go home and you read it today, it's a great one if you're going through some trials. It seems like we're always going through some trials in life. But he says that, but if you ask, you must not doubt. For the man who doubts is like the waves of the sea, back and forth, back and forth. That man is double-minded and must not expect anything. So we can't doubt. Second thing to do, so first thing is to ask God, beg God for wisdom. Second thing to do is carve out time in your day to pray. Pray and open up the word of God and receive him into your heart and your soul. And like the psalmist today, in your prayer, develop an attitude of gratitude in your prayer life. I think the best way to focus on this attitude of gratitude is just simply look at the cross. You have a cross, hopefully you have crucifixes in your home. Look at the cross. It's a beautiful gift of God's love. It says so much. It's God, love is other-centered. And it's a beautiful way to pray to God because it reminds us and it puts everything kind of in perspective too, right? When we have problems, if we look at what Jesus did, our problems are pretty small. The third thing to do is to guard your heart and your eyes and your, what you're taking into your body. So, you know, Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, in the Sermon on the Plain, in Luke's Gospel, gospel the Sermon on the Mount, in Matthew's Gospel, what did he say? He said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. So if we want to see God and we want to see like God, we have to protect our purity. And so examine and think about what we are putting before our eyes in the next week. There is some real problems, of course, that I don't think that I would be springing on you as new, but the computer can be a real obstacle to God's grace. You know, pornography is rampant, and it is a huge, multi-billion dollar business, and it's tearing apart families. It's ripping apart marriages. If you have a problem, there is help in the church. We have support groups that will help you. And I would say too, if you have children, you're gonna to wanna to try to protect your children. You know, that's what the Good Shepherd does. He tries to protect us. 
So install some applications on those devices, something called Covenant Eyes, I would recommend that you might want to look into to protect your family from the dangers. You know, also purity, we can look at just regular TV programming. And the devil is really kind of interesting. He's never changed the way he tries to tempt us and draw us in. The other day, I thought, well, I need to have a good, wholesome show. And my father-in-law moved in with us a few, a uh, couple months ago. And I um, thought, what can we watch right now? Hey, that's a good program. Uses the word God. God friended me. Okay, I'm going to turn that on. I was like, ooh, I can tell you that it was nothing uh, close to what we talk about in our Christian morality. And I thought about all those families here at St. Matthew that are subjected to that. He lures us in with something like God and then gives us something totally different. So just be careful what you're spending time with and you're putting before your family's eyes too. So first thing is ask God for wisdom. Second God thing is carve out time in your day for prayer. Third thing is guard your eyes and protect your purity because blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. And finally, I would invite you to ask the Holy Spirit. He is the sanctifier. He's called in our catechism the delightful guest of our soul. The sanctifier, the Holy Spirit can do so much for us in helping carve out those things that don't belong there and painting the lines of Jesus onto the canvas of our souls and chiseling away the marble that our souls are like marble and chiseling out things that don't belong there. Ask Him to remove those things so that you can see God. And the best way to ask Him to do that is to use the sacraments. The sacrament of reconciliation especially. Jesus is waiting there. And behind the confessional booth, it's Jesus. And He is thrilled to see you. He turns to run to the prodigal son when He returns to Him. That's our God. He's so loving. So ask God for wisdom. In fact, don't just ask. Beg Him for wisdom. Carve out time in your day and put on the armor of Christ every day. Put on the sword of truth, the breastplate of righteousness. Put on the sandals before you walk out that door and examine what you are setting your eyes before the third thing. And finally, Ask the Holy Spirit, along with using the sacraments, and most especially the sacrament of reconciliation, and then what we are about to receive right now, asking Jesus as he comes into your soul to help cleanse those things that don't belong there.